Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Bentz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Today's episode is sponsored by our premium Wix templates. If you're totally stumped on how to build your own website, but can't afford to hire a designer, that does not mean that you should skip out on the important things in the process like professional design, sales formula, copywriting, and search engine optimization. Our premium Wix website templates are created with marketing and sales in mind. And the best part is that you can have a professional looking and functional website in just under 24 hours. Our website templates are completely stress-free. They're easy to use, so that means no Photoshop or coding required. They are designed to convert based on our signature homepage formula, and they are ready to launch as soon as you are done designing. So if you want to check this out, get it at mbmagency.com forward slash shop and use the discount code mindset to get 30% off. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Marketing Mindset Podcast. I'm so excited to have Panos Ciozos here with me. Panos is the co-founder and CEO of Learn Worlds, which is a course creation platform. And I know it's going to be so beneficial. This podcast in general is going to be so beneficial to so many of our listeners. But Panos has a bachelor's in computer science, a PhD in educational technology, and has extensive work experience as a software engineer, e-learning researcher, and science educator. Before following the startup route, he was working in the European Parliament as a policy advisor for research and innovation. Ponus loves mountaineering, photography, and traveling, and is always happy to work under extreme pressure in the multinational environment. So Ponos, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Hi, Maria. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So before we get into courses and all the good things, I love learning about different business owners' journeys into entrepreneurship. So tell me about yours. How did you get to where you are today? Uh, well, we started as researchers originally. Uh, we dealt with, uh, we have been working on the e-learning space for more than uh, 20 years. We are three co-founders. We, uh, we, we, we did our PhDs together. Uh, but we didn't have any idea about doing business online and being, becoming startups and launching our own business. We were mm-hmm. very much researchers, publishing papers, creating platforms, creating prototypes, testing it with, uh, with students and, uh, and other subjects. But we never had uh, an, an idea or a way to, to transition into entrepreneurship. So we, we, after we concluded our, our studies... We worked in different jobs and we started acquiring this, uh, uh, this experience that, uh, that we lacked. And at some point, we decided that we should go back into our roots uh, and get the state of the art of e-learning, the things that we were studying and researching in the academia, and create a live 
platform, a live tool that people could use, everyday people could use. So this mm -hmm. is how all this started. I, say, I, I might say that we started uh, LearnWorlds out of dissatisfaction by the state of e-learning e out there and by the gotcha. kind of platforms that, that people were using. And all the things that we're doing in the academia were so much advanced in comparison to what was existing in the market. And uh, we said that, okay, we have to do that. We, we know that we can do better. And we started this uh, entrepreneurship journey. Love it. So tell me more about Learn, Learn Worlds and how does it differ from other course platforms? I, I, this also has to do with our background. We give very much attention to the uh, user experience. We know that uh, learners today, especially millennials, but also all kinds of people, they're used to having slick digital experiences with their iPads and their tablets and their gaming devices. So you, you cannot offer them an ugly, yeah. non-interactive, non-engaging online course. Just throwing a few PDFs and videos at people and consider this to be learning, it doesn't cut it anymore. This is not how people learn. This, these are not the kind of... Uh, uh, e-learning of experiences that people crave and this is what we try to do so we we put all our expertise all our uh, design expertise and uh, and e-learning expertise and instructional design and we want to create engaging beautiful exciting learning ex learning experiences that people will love uh, uh, learning online courses that will be beneficial and and efficient and effective but also people will love them and, and will come back for more and they will purchase more courses at the end of the day so mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's the whole premise of the platform. Yeah, that is important because like you said, I did notice um, I've bought in a good amount of courses throughout the years and you're right. So many of it is PDFs, very, very simple, not very interactive, kind of as a, as a self-paced course. And I love how you're saying you really focus on the experience of it because then it goes, you know, the user will want to purchase more, which as business owners, we all want <laughs> from our audience. Yeah, it shows. It shows on the bottom line. Uh, I mean, uh, there's all sorts of uh, ways to package knowledge. It can mm -hmm. be a PDF. YouTube is out there mm -hmm. and you have Quora and you have all these uh, uh, bodies of, of knowledge. But uh, packaging is very, very important. And uh, mm -hmm. you can, it, it's, it, it's, there's so much different if you try to package the same, con the same amount of knowledge, let's say, in a 60-minute video and in 10 videos of uh, six minutes each that will be very much paced. It can be the same con uh, content, but the, the, the experience for the user is absolutely different. And the results, the, the data, the analytics, the, co the completion rates are totally different. And the user satisfaction at the end of the day is totally different. So mm -hmm. uh, this is, this is when, when, when you create such kind of experience, this is when the user will come back and buy the next course and become a repeat customer, a happy customer uh, that will sustain a business. Yeah, this is important. So let's talk about this. This year specifically has been an interesting year where a lot more people are looking at passive income, looking at courses. So tell me if someone, if a business owner has maybe an online business, service-based business, but they haven't dived into courses yet, why is this something that they really need to be keeping their eye on and maybe thinking about starting their own courses um, in 2020 and kind of following the next years? Mm -hmm. First of all, online courses are very versatile digital products. They're very sexy, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes say that uh, online courses are the ebooks of 2020. Everything that you would 
do with an ebook like 10 or 20 years uh, ago, you do that now much, much better with an online course. So it doesn't have to be your main business model. You don't necessarily have to sell online courses. There are so many different ways to profit from an online course. For example, you can uh, use an online course as a lead magnet. And this is mm. something that we've seen that it is very, very successful. Uh, we always gen- we generate lots of content, lots of valuable content in, in LearnWorlds. Everything that we learn from our customers, we try to, uh, to share it back with the community. So we create lots of ebooks, but nothing compares to how effective uh, an online course can be as a lead magnet. Uh, because also education is the best form of marketing. So it's very subtle. People go in there to learn something and in exchange, they leave you their email uh, and you get their, their interest. So then you can, you can target them with your offer, with your mm-hmm. main service or anything else. So even if you, uh, this, is a, um, this is an advice that we give to, to all our customers and it works really, really well. Uh, even if you're not selling online courses, but you want to grow your business, you want to attract more leads, just go out and create a 20-minute course about a, a subject, a topic that is relevant to your to your specific niche, to your audience. 20 minutes can be a single a single video or, and a couple of, of PDFs or or a small quiz, and this will create lots and lots of leads for for your main business. It can be a service-based business, it can be uh, manufacturing whatever, but this is very, very successful. Another way that we see uh, our customers using online courses very successfully, again, not directly selling online courses, is for educating their customers and training Mm -hmm. their customers. Because there's all sorts of complex products, all sorts of complex services which you need to to explain, and being able to offer uh, support uh, reactively reacting to people's uh, uh, questions is not always the most efficient way. If you train your customers, you create, you get customers that are very much engaged, that they know your product, they love your product, and they take full advantage of your product. So that's another way where a business, even if they're not into uh, into e-commerce like retail, e-learning, if, even if they're not selling courses, they can benefit a lot by offering training. So learning is everywhere and there are so many ways to get, uh, uh, to get value out of learning. And of course, the, the main thing is selling online courses. This is mm-hmm. the main thing that we do. Our platform is e-commerce enabled out of the box so people can just uh, start an online school and start selling courses in a, in a few hours in, in some cases. And uh, again, this fits a lot with lots and lots of trends that were already evident in the economy mm-hmm. and the society, but all these things really have uh, now coalesced with uh, with the COVID uh, condition, mm-hmm. uh, with this uh, disaster that we're going on. So everything that uh, that uh, that is online uh, works. Uh, if you don't offer training online, in most cases now you cannot offer training. So on online learning is the only outlet that lots of businesses have in order to stay afloat, in order to get uh, to be in touch with our, with our customers. So the, the interest has skyrocketed. This is something that we've seen. We've seen the numbers really take off after the mid of March. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I would say that this is when, most, when lockdown started in most countries, especially in the US and, and Europe. And uh, overnight, the demand for online courses, for online course platforms tripled, and the demand for online courses more than quadrupled. So we've wow. seen some, some amazing numbers, even existing schools that were already there, they, mm-hmm. they had a great advantage because they already had a live school and, and they were already selling courses. In, in one month, 
they got more than four times the sales out wow. of, the, of the existing uh, courses. So I have a question for you. I'm just curious. In this whole COVID pandemic, have you seen certain industries or certain topics being searched more in online courses? Uh, there are lots of things that are that are working. Uh, we've seen, for example, the fitness, everything that has to do with fitness mm. and well-being and nutrition. These are things that really took off, especially in the first couple of months. Interesting. Uh, so under lockdown, people were trying to find ways to, to spend their time creatively or to, to, uh, to, to get... Uh, to, to improve themselves, to get better mm -hmm. at something. So uh, we've seen lots of uh, demand around that. Uh, but the more time passes, we see more and more investment being made into professional skills. Uh, people realize that the economy now is getting into a new, different cycle. Lots of business, lots of job, uh, jobs have been uh, destroyed and they have to be recreated or replaced. So lots of people have to be reskilled and retooled for the new economy or just trying to work remotely or adapt their skills and uh, be able to uh, get more, get new skills and be able to adapt in this new, uh, in this new uh, era that we are going into. So we see more and more people investing uh, into getting new professional skills for, for themselves. This can be web development, it can be mm -hmm. marketing, it can be data analytics, uh, HR-related topics. So we see lots and lots of interest in that. And these courses are also, uh, as you can understand, more expensive usually because mm -hmm. you can spend like 20 50 100 dollars to replace your gym membership you cannot yeah. go to a gym so these are some even even when people don't have lots of uh, funds available don't have lots of money these are some of the little i guess luxuries that we can still afford like having a subscription that uh, allows us to spend some quality time doing yoga online this is this is something that uh, that really uh, helps us get through through the day mm -hmm. uh, but when we're talking about professional skills this is where people are willing to invest more because they can potentially land a hundred k per year job mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. be able to f to find a job so they're they're willing to to pay more uh, in order to to advance in their careers this is, I love it. I love hearing just the differences because I know, I know we have so many, I know we have business owners more in the business industry. I know we have fitness trainers um, that are listening to us, but I wanted to go back to something that you touched on because as soon as you mentioned it, my brain just started flowing with ideas. <laughs> There's a couple of other things. So one, using the online course as a lead magnet. This is so good. So I'm assuming this would be a free short course related to your topic, almost like a webinar, but you have it on repeat for free and using that as your lead magnet. I think that is so good because I feel like, at least from my industry, from my perspective where I stand, I don't see that very often. Most of the freebies are like a checklist or an ebook. Um, you know, like a P some sort of PDF, but this is way more interactive and I can just, my brain is just flowing with ideas yes, <laughs> of how yes. beneficial that will be. I, I have to admit that 
uh, this is something that we hadn't realized originally ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we hadn't been using uh, lead magnets or online courses as lead magnets ourselves. So we had them there. People loved the content. And, uh, and then I think it was our customers themselves that, said, that told us, like, why are you not sharing this? Why are you not... Uh, using that to to get more people because this is so interesting just mm -hmm. put your courses out there and and this is like uh, how we started thinking about that and suggesting it to people and I, I really believe that an online course should be part of everyone's funnel regardless of uh, like job uh, industry whatever uh, business model uh, it, this it can it can work miracles in uh, first of all getting uh, increasing your branding you can mm -hmm. position yourself as an expert because you're teaching something. This is, uh, this is it's, uh, it's a bit subtle, but it, it works because mm -hmm. you're not just telling people about your service or trying to sell something. It's not salesy. You're trying, you're giving them some knowledge. And, and this is also what you should do. So the, the, the online course should offer a minimum amount of value and people then understand that, okay, that's nice. Uh, I can invest my time here. I can learn a bit more about this business or about this person. So it works. So, and we think that, uh, I firmly believe that an online, a free online course should be part of everyone's funnel. And then on top of that, you can have your paid offerings. You mm -hmm. can have your services. You can have your coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, uh, whatever. There's all sorts of things that, uh, that people can, can create. And if I may, I would like to add something here. This is something that yeah. we've seen this switch happening during COVID. And this, this, has, this has been one of the roadblocks, uh, I think, for lots of people becoming successful in, the, in online courses in the, in the previous era. Uh, because uh, everyone, everybody is like perfectionist and they want to create the, the, the perfect course. And mm -hmm. sometimes people invest six months in order to prepare all their content and have perfect presentations and perfect recording and perfect sound and perfect video. And sometimes they spend six months or one year to create something for which there, there's no demand. Mm. And obviously they, 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 they lose lots of time. They, uh, they get uh, frustrated and they, sometimes they never come back. What we've seen with COVID is that people are much less perfectionist. This is how we all do business right now. We go on Zoom bad hair days, uh, <laughs> kids coming into, 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 our, uh, into our telcos, whatever. Yep. Uh, so if, if your video has something valuable to say or your PDF or your quiz or, or your online course, people will consume it. Uh, the, the, the quality of the production and the camera and the lighting and the video are not important. If you have something valuable to say, uh, people will like it, will use it, and then they will come back for more. So we've seen lots and lots of people under these extreme conditions realizing that and creating courses very, very rapidly. And in certain cases, people started selling online courses without having any kind of curriculum. They just mm -hmm. went online. Uh, we were able very fast to adapt to this uh, situation and we created a Zoom integration with LearnWorlds. So people could just go online create a Zoom meeting or a Zoom webinar and start teaching live. And then they realized that this can be obviously recorded and repurposed and then packaged as an online course. So you can do your webinar once or you can do your teaching once and then you can record it and use it uh, and use it later and, uh, and resell it as an online course. So lots of, um, lots of interesting ideas and lots of people realizing also the power of e-learning and what it can do for them. Because we had 
fitness, let's say, trainers or yoga trainers who were used to doing classes in, uh, in, their, in their little gyms or their, their studios. And they were limited by the size, uh, by, by how, many, week, by, by how mm. many hours they had per week. So how many hours can you teach yoga? 40 hours per week? Mm-hmm. How many people can you reach in your neighborhood, in your city? 500, 1,000, but people then realize that, okay, I can package that and I can launch an online school and overnight I have an e-commerce business that can sell 24-7 to a global audience. And this is, and this is how people get discovered and people started having sales in different countries and different continents. And that has been very exciting for us to watch. Yeah. I love how with online courses, really, I feel like any industry, you can come up with something to teach on something that would be valuable to your audience. So let's say I'm a newbie listening to this, right? What would be your kind of like your step-by-step guide on selling an online course? Like say we created it, we put it out there. Now, how do we get people to buy? What, what are your tips for that? The, uh, for us, what we've seen is that our ideal customers and those that we know that will be very, very successful are those that already have the content or know their subject very, very well so they can produce the content very fast mm-hmm. and they have an audience. Once mm-hmm. you have an audience and the content, boom, uh, in, in a week, you can be selling courses and, uh, be, and, and you can make money out of that. If you don't have one of the two, then uh, more work needs to be done. So when it comes to, uh, to how to approach that, if somebody is a newbie and they want to go online, they know a subject, they know, they, they know their, their customers or they have a niche they, where they think that they could offer something uh, valuable, I would say the first thing is to start creating uh, or growing your email list because okay. you, need, you need a clientele. And the best way to do that is by creating a free mini course, the elite mm-hmm. magnet, that's it. So then you have an idea about who you're going to sell to. You create a free mini course. This can be 20 minutes, one hour, something uh, that gives a, a very a specific actionable tip that people can get out of that. And then you start promoting that. You promote that in your, in your social media feeds. You promote it in, in specific groups uh, where your, your, your intended audience uh, exists. And this is how you start creating your list. And once you have a, a minimal list, then it's the right time to launch your paid offering, which can be the premium version of your online course. So uh, creating a lead magnet, growing your email list, and then starting to, uh, to market, to promote your, uh, your paid uh, offering. And another thing that we've seen here, which again, for me, it was, it was a revelation. I would <laughs> never have thought about that, uh, was people pre-selling a course that they didn't have. They didn't have the complete course. They just uh-huh. had the first, the first couple of chapters ready. Uh, so uh, for me, a few years back, this would have been un- unimaginable. I would have liked to know to have all the chapters there, like six months of content, whatever, yeah. and then dare to go and start sell- selling it. Uh, but we've seen some very successful people creating just the first cap- couple of chapters, started pre-selling the courses at a much lower price usually, Mm-hmm. Uh, so w- what they did is they, they generated demand. They started having their first customers. They started having some validation that there's actual demand for this kind of course. Mm-hmm. And also th- they got 
the f their first couple of dollars, which is very, very important because then you have super drive to go out and complete the rest of the course. So what they have been doing is actually they have been releasing uh, the course uh, gradually. Uh, this is usually called drip feeding. So releasing a new chapter every week. And we have seen people making lots and lots of sales just with having the first couple of chapters ready and then obviously rushing very, very fast <laughs> and trying to complete the rest of the course. But then they, they had so, so much motivation and they had all this uh, group of people pushing them and waiting for the new content and giving them feedback. And this is very, very important. You cannot create a course in isolation. The online course needs to face the customers and needs to get feedback. And this is where you start improving an online course. Any, any product will never be, can never be perfect on the first try. You have to create a prototype, put it out there and then start receiving feedback, adapting very, very fast. And then you create a product that can always be better and you can sell it more and you can reach a bigger audience. I love that idea because I feel like so many people, at least I know people that listen to this show, they are very perfectionist, right? And I could, I could, I know I've talked to a few people that are creating their courses, creating their courses, recreating, it, and they never get to the launch phase because they're trying to perfect it. But I love the idea of creating the first, first, you know, two videos and then selling it. And then you're right. Because sometimes when you're creating something beforehand and you have no idea what the demand is going to be, I mean, you can have a good idea, but you can be wrong. You, you just don't know. And I could imagine even for myself, if I pre-sold something, had, you know, loads of people come in and buy, I can just imagine the excitement that I would have and to even put into that course every single week. I think that is a great idea. It's, I know that it sounds terrifying, but <laughs> the, first, the first time you do that, then you know that this is the right way to do things. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it frees you. And, and, and especially the first time that you get a single dollar from somebody and you mm -hmm. sell your first course, this is a moment of, of revelation. And then you, go, you say, okay, that, that's what I should be doing, like creating more content. You get lots of, lots of drive. So you don't have to over-optimize everything. Sometimes people worry too much about the perfect sound and the perfect title and the perfect pricing and having everything ready. And then six months go by and they haven't produced anything and they haven't mm -hmm. released anything. Instead, you can create something that people need today. It can be, I mean, COVID. There's an opportunity there. We are all very under very stressful conditions. Lots of people are locked inside, have lost their jobs. You can create a 20-minute course about, I don't know, stress-free day, how to start your, your day with a little meditation. That alone can get you hundreds and thousands of leads in, in a matter of, of weeks. And this can be the root of a, of a successful well-being business that you can create. And it's not just about that. It's every kind of, every, every kind of, uh, of, uh, of sector or industry can benefit from something like that. The, the conditions for online courses now are optimal. Uh, everybody's trying to, uh, to do business online. Mm -hmm. Lots and lots of people, lots and lots of people spend more and more time online. And this is not, uh, this is not just with, uh, with online courses. It also has to do with, uh, I don't know, Netflix and Zoom. Mm -hmm. Lots and lots of people working from home. And uh, so the, the, the conditions are ideal. We all hope that all this will go away soon and that we'll return to our uh, 
uh, to our uh, previous lives. Mm-hmm. But we think that so, so much time has passed that this has already created uh, a trend. And, yeah. and this is a habit now. It's a habit, being able to study online. And we've seen whole universities that say that they will not open their campuses uh, starting September. And yeah. uh, whole businesses that say they will not go to the old way of working and they will start wor- and they will continue working remotely as we do now. So I think this is the, the, the water will not flow backwards mm-hmm. and uh, e-learning and b- being able to do courses online and all, all the uh, more and more of the e-learning will happen, of learning, sorry, will happen online. Uh, so there's a, a huge opportunity here for every entrepreneur, but even for every businessman to a businesswoman to use online courses as a, a, a tool for their business model. Yeah. I have a, I have a question for you. So if with Learn Worlds, I'm curious. So obviously, if, if you have an audience, you come out with a course, that'll be extremely beneficial for you because your audience is warm. They know you. They know who they're buying from. But with Learn Worlds, do you notice people just going into the search bar and you know searching for random subjects I guess I'm curious, how important are keywords? How important is it, you know, what we name our courses, what we put in the description? Does that matter? Everything matters. Uh, just to clarify here that uh, LearnWorlds doesn't sell courses. So we're not a marketplace. We don't help people sell courses. Okay. And we, don't, okay. we don't have a, a, a catalog, let's say, of courses. Gotcha. What we do is we create, uh, we are, I would say, the Shopify of online courses. So that makes sense. Amazon, there's Amazon where you have everything and then you, you, you struggle how to differentiate and how to be the best product when you have thousands and thousands of similar products uh, next to you. In our case, we help people create their own outlet, their own online school. It's fully white labeled so people can sell and market to their own audience. But uh, what you, you say is very important. Uh, everything makes all these little differences mm-hmm. add, add up. So having the right keywords, even in the title of your courses, will help. Having the right keywords on your webpage will help because it, you might rank uh, faster and you yeah. might get discovered by, uh, by search engines. So this will make your job uh, easier. Even having the right uh, thumbnails will, and having the right metadata in your, in your online course will help once you start sharing your course in like social media. So you want the, the little icons and the thumbnails, everything to be there. So this is something that we are trying to do for our customers. We have all the tools in place and uh, the, the platform is SEO friendly and mobile friendly. And we have all the metadata and all the marketing tools that people need to, uh, to, to market their courses and sell their courses. Because uh, we, we try to make this as easy as possible so that people have to deal with, with what they actually know and with mm-hmm. what matters to them, creating their courses and selling their courses. So we try to, have the, to make the management as easy as possible and to give them tools that will help them market their courses. Yeah, that is awesome. So, and thank you for clarifying. <laughs> that does make sense being the Shopify of that. I, I think that makes so much sense. Um, before we go, um, before we end the interview, how can people work with you and with Learn Worlds in 2020? Uh, we are here to help. We have been uh, blessed in the past three months to help so many people uh, transition into online businesses. Uh, and th- th- this has been a, a humbling experience, I would say. 
so it's the, the, the threshold for starting an online school is very low. People can mm-hmm. just come to our website and they can start a free trial. It's 30 days, no credit card required, no strings attached. We also do lots of webinars teaching people about how to use the platform, but also teaching them how to become successful in the online course space, like how they can create the best possible version of their courses, how they can market their courses, how they can do uh, PPC advertisement for their courses, how they can use Facebook for their for promoting their courses and social media and all this stuff. So there's lots of knowledge that we try always to get from our customers and uh, we try to get the, the state of the art of uh, uh, selling uh, online courses and uh, distribute this information and give it back to the community and help people become successful. So I would say people can just visit our website, start a free trial and sign up for one of our webinars and we will do our best to help them uh, become successful and uh, see how they can use that for their businesses. Awesome. And I will be sure to include your website link in the podcast show notes. So those of you listening, go click it, check it out. 30 days free, no credit card required. That is amazing. (laughs) Um, And then last question for you is where can people connect with you online? Uh, they can uh, follow me on uh, Twitter. My Twitter handle is uh, Piciosos, P-S-I-O-Z-O-S. We always post some, some great content there. I'll send you the link so that you can give it to, uh, to your people. And we'll also send you a coupon that your audience can use if they feel that the platform is right and that the time is right for them. They will have an opportunity to get a discount and uh, and make the we will try to make the, the process for them even easier. Awesome! Thank you so much. That is so generous of you. We appreciate that. Thanks. Thanks a lot. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today, and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.